Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Any good stories from the road? I wish we'd gotten seen a little bit more out of our punter. I'm starting to puke. It makes my stomach hurt. I thought he was going to die. I'm starting to throw up in my mouth a little bit. He's on the probiotics. Is Georgia playing the 1985 Bears this weekend or what? A lot of Todd, Todd, Todd talk. Rat poison proof. They're mon geese. We will not be hunted at the University of Georgia. I can promise you that. The hunting that we do will be done from us going the other direction. Welcome into the Georgia Show. Let's talk about the dogs. Jake Rowe is in Starkville, Stark Vegas. And Georgia with a pretty up and down, but overall tough win, Jake. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously turnovers kind of bit Georgia again. Uh, once again, Georgia's given up points. And, uh, you know, turnovers are, are in lar- due in large part to that or, or play a big role in that. Um, and then, you know, the, the punt return, the weird punt return for the half, I thought that was just kind of weird. Uh, decision making by Georgia there. They didn't even get their money's worth as far as an effort to try and score there. Uh, but, you know, a weird game, a game where Georgia made a lot of mistakes and didn't blink up, play clean football, but won by 26 points. And, um, you know, you, you'll take that on the SEC, SEC at night uh, when you're got, when you've got the resume that Georgia has now after last week's win. Speaking of resumes, Kirby Smart adds another SEC championship game appearance to his resume as the Dogs win the SEC East in Starkville, Jake. Uh, that's a huge deal, obviously. You think about you know the years past when Georgia was just hopeful to even make it. Now it's almost uh, a missed opportunity, a wasted season, it seems like, if Georgia doesn't make it to Atlanta. Uh, so the Dogs get the big win, 45-19. to I was really impressed with Stetson Bennett, Jake. I know he had a couple picks. Uh, one of them was kind of fluky there at the line of scrimmage. But the throws that he made, the plays he made with his feet when Georgia really couldn't get its run game going for most of the night, what was it like to see him live in action tonight? Yeah, he he had an up-and-down day, too. I mean, he missed he missed a touchdown opportunity to Darnell Washington. He, uh, he you know, had a ball that been picked was not because Led McConkie made a good play for him. And then maybe his two picks shouldn't have been interceptions. Um, you know, one of them he was getting hit as he threw. The other one was was a really, really good play by a defensive lineman. Um, you know, I, I thought he did a really good job tonight just kind of keeping it together, um, keeping on plugging away. I mean, that's something that, that you're starting to get used to with Stetson Bennett is, um, you know, listen, he, he may not be the, you know, just absolute superstar that some others are, but if he's playing poorly um, – you you know that there's that ability in there to kind of turn a corner and get it going and, and to answer for you. And he just kind of keeps plugging away, and you got to respect that. Uh, tough injury tonight uh, in the defensive secondary with Javon Bullard. I don't know uh, if you've heard anything. I imagine Kirby will update us somewhat after the game here. Uh, so tune in to I thought he came back into the game. I, I thought he did come back into the game at one point, but I wasn't sure about that. Okay, yeah, I think we need to go back and take a look. I was listening to the radio broadcast, and they said he was out for the game. So we'll, we'll go back and take a look. Yeah, Obviously, okay. this is uh, all live action right now as, as we're breaking things down. Um, 
Tomahawk Dog brings me to my next point. Anyone hating on Lad McConkey previously needs to hush. And uh, what a night lunch pill Lad had in Starkville. Yeah, big night. Um, you know, that end around was a huge play in that game, I felt like, because you know, Georgia needed to answer uh, that disaster kind of at the end of the first half. And, you know, Lad made a lot of big plays, 141 total yards tonight on six touches, and uh, that's that's winning football for Georgia, scored two touchdowns. Um, Kirby Smart told the team at half he was challenging the offensive line. This is uh, according to DJ Shockley, who gave this report uh, on the Georgia Bulldogs radio network. And he said Kirby told the team it's up to the O-line to take control of the game. Whoever runs the ball the best will win the game. And what did Georgia do right after that? They ran the ball twice and scored a touchdown. Now, other than Ladd's big run and Kendall Milton's big run there at the end of the game, Mississippi State really got a lot of push on Georgia's O-line, Jake. And uh, it was kind of reminiscent to me of that Missouri game. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't think the offensive line played very well. Um, I, I, st- I, I st- you have to go back and kind of see what happened there, but – I thought Mississippi State was doing some stuff, taking some chances up front in the way that they were kind of attacking the line of scrimmage. Um, so that makes it a little bit tougher. Um, you know, I think that might have been why some of the chunk plays were there in the passing game. Um, but, yeah, just didn't really um, didn't really win the one-on-one matchups to get the plays started like you'd want to see. Um, y'all hit subscribe on the Dogs HQ YouTube channel if you don't already. If you're listening to a replay on a podcast, uh, follow follow along there. Leave us a review and a rating. And uh, look, Jake, a, a big win for Georgia. If I observed anything about this team tonight, it was coming off a Tennessee win, which was huge, and its first road game since that Missouri game, which was really tough. Georgia really could have lost that game. Even though things kind of got out of control here and there tonight, I saw a team that knew how to course correct. I saw a team that knew – when to put the pedal down and execute when it needed to happen, even though Mississippi State was really doing its part to disrupt everything Georgia wanted to do on offense and defense and special teams. Yeah, the Bulldogs did a really good job tonight. I felt like a punching back. Um, you know, they, they took some punches, no doubt about it. And, and you know, Mississippi State deserves credit for, for making some of those count and making some big plays to kind of make the game uncomfortable at times for Georgia. Uh, but, but you know, that, that Ladd McConkey one was a big one. You know, getting a touchdown, you know, coming off of that was a big one. Um, answering back, um, you know, uh, Mississippi State's touchdown there in the second half with a touchdown of their own, even though they got a little bit of a break there. Um, all of that was just really good stuff from Georgia and stuff you want to see from a championship team. All in all, defending the air raid offense tonight, uh, felt like Georgia had its hiccups here and there. Anything that – you think other teams may use down the road against Georgia uh, to try to trip them up in some situations like Mississippi State did tonight? You know, I can see, you know, I, I was thinking about it during the game, Wes. Um, you know, I'm glad you asked. I was thinking, you know, if Georgia sees Tennessee again, um, I think, you know, they may see more of those mesh concepts, um, those little short crossing routes um, against man coverage. Uh, Mississippi State had some success with that. Otherwise, I mean, I think, you know, this, you know, over the years, Kirby and, and Georgia have seen it all. And, and it's just a matter of, you know, can Georgia go out there and how to execute other teams or, or at least execute well enough to keep them at bay. How about Jalen Carter tonight, man? I don't have yeah. eyes on his uh, total stats yet, but he was a disruptor uh, in Rogers' face all night. 
Yeah, definitely thought he had a bigger first half than the second half, uh, but, but it was it was both. You know, he had a tackle and a half for a loss, a sack, uh, quarterback hurry. Um, you know, he, he's definitely a big piece to the puzzle for Georgia. And, and you know, losing Nolan Smith, um, you know, it, it, it almost feels like a trade a little bit. I mean, obviously Georgia would love to have them both. Um, but, but, you know, losing Nolan Smith and getting Jalen Carter back, I think that really helped soften the blow there, even though Georgia's still not full, you know, completely a full strength up front. Um, and then, you know, not getting, not getting, the, you know, production out of the outside linebacker position without Nolan Smith in there, because, you know, he was, he was the sack production from that position, um, you know, when he got hurt and, um, you know, losing him has been big. And, and you know, I, th- I think Chaz Chambliss and Robert Beal are playing hard. And uh, they're playing a sign of football. You're just not getting any splash plays. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I do see uh, that Javon Buller did return to the game. So I wanted to clear that up from earlier. Apologize for the confusion there. Um, Jake, now Georgia turns ahead to Kentucky. Wild day in the SEC. Georgia learns it'll play LSU in the SEC title game. And then you look ahead to Kentucky next week, who lost to Vandy today. A lot to, a lot to think about there if you're the dogs, but – you just got one more SEC game, and right now it looks a lot more manageable than it did earlier in the year. Yeah, um, you know, I've always said this, and, you know, Mark Stoops has kind of built uh, the program very similarly to the way Georgia's built, you know, the one under Kirby Smart. They like to be physical. It's just really tough to, you know, take a 10-pound sledgehammer and go up against a 20-pound sledgehammer and win. And, you know, that's what both of these teams are in terms of physicality and and I, I think that's why you haven't really seen Georgia struggle with Kentucky. And um, you know, we'll see what what kind of uh, what kind of attitude the Wildcats have um, while they're trying to play spoiler. And Georgia's just Clint thing. I mean, Georgia's Georgia can't afford to get fat and happy. I mean, they're trying to go 15 and 0 and follow up a national championship season, trying to go 29 and one in two years and, and win another title and, and do it in a little bit more grand fashion than they did last year. You're gonna do that. You got to go on the road. You got to beat Kentucky. You got to handle a team that you're more talented than. Jake, last one for you. Uh, just want to get a question for you to field here from the uh, comment section on our YouTube channel. Tomahawk Dog says Georgia's spreading the ball everywhere, and that's great. But does anyone else feel like Brock Bowers is a little underutilized? He says you got to feed the beast. I thought Brock had his moments, but you can't get him the ball every play. No, not every play, and. You know, you saw Florida do it, um, didn't have a whole lot of success doing it. Teams are teams are working hard on him at different levels and trying to pick him up and make sure he doesn't, you know, get going in that regard. And, and you know, that's opening things up for other guys. I mean, Lads had a couple of big weeks in a row. Uh, you know, Darnell Washington gets in the end zone tonight, has a couple, two or three big plays. Um, you know, the, it opens things up for other guys. Marcus Rosemary Jack Saints, another Kiaris Jackson, um, you know, had a big catch tonight. So, Georgia's finding ways to get – explosive plays without Brock Bowers being a big part of it. And if they course correct and, and teams start trying to pay maybe, you know, adequate or, or a little bit more attention to, you know, you know, Washington and McConkie, then you'll see Brock Bowers start to free up. 
All right, Jake, I'm uh, cold just looking at you, man. Great yeah. work from Starkville. Have a safe travel back. We'll do it again tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Dogs HQ. Appreciate it, Ro. Sounds good, dude. See you. Uh, so, guys, look, I'm going to keep going for a few more minutes here. Jake is obviously our, our expert with his boots on the ground, but uh, we can cut it up for a few more minutes here in the comments if you want to. I know a lot of people are watching this Oregon game. I actually just got back from a golf trip with some buddies, watched the, uh, some of the game on my flight, and have just sat back down into my office and got this live stream set back up. So it looks like Oregon and Washington – uh, which has huge playoff implications coming down to the wire here. And then the other one tonight, obviously, TCU and Texas. And the Horned Frogs are up 17-3 to three, uh, late in that one. We'll see what happens in those two. Big for Tennessee. Tennessee laid it on Mizzou today. Statement win over uh, Eli Drinkwitz on the scoreboard. Maybe not uh, if you're talking about the opponent. Uh, not much of a statement, but uh, Uncle Glenn says I'm working hard. That's <laughs> that's right. I'm working hard to work hard. Uh, Dia Love, UGA 2022. We're talking about them, and it is 2022. They look like they could be a pretty good team again. Um, so, if Georgia gets that Tennessee rematch, which uh, I guess it could happen, um, I wrote a few days ago that I wasn't sure if Tennessee necessarily wants it to happen. I think Georgia demonstrated how physical it is, uh, but we'll see. Rematches give teams new opportunities to exploit some different things, and maybe Tennessee could pull some rabbits out of the hat there. Overall, guys, um, I was impressed with this Georgia win. I, uh, was keeping up with it on an airplane seat back. I was keeping up with it on my phone. I was keeping up with it on the radio and got to watch the end of it when I got home tonight. So I heard a lot of different vantage points of this game. And uh, I think there was a little bit of panic early on, which is natural. You, you're picked to win by, I think, 16 points, 13 points. Here you go, Chad. Um, so... Yes, Mississippi State had the cowbells going. They made a special teams play. They've had the punt return, uh, got some turnovers. And I think early on in the game, Georgia got a lot of help from the officials. Now, by the end of the game, I think the officiating crew had just called the whole game. It's like you're, you're watching baseball. All right, if I'm not going to get a strike, the other team better not get them either. Uh, I think Mississippi State <laughs> might have felt that way for a little bit, but – uh, it all evens out. Georgia gives Mississippi State a couple touchdowns via turnover. Georgia gets a couple breaks via officiating. And uh, it, it's just it's how the game goes. And people love to call out the SEC refs. That's low-hanging fruit. I'll let you all do that. I'm not going to call out the refs. Um, but big win for Georgia. As I said with Jake, Y'all catch us again, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll do it live again as well. And, of course, we've got the uh, the replay for you if you can't catch it on time. If you're watching this or listening to this on a replay, you know where to find us. Uh, if you're looking for other options, we got YouTube. We got Apple. We got Spotify. We got all the links in the episode description. 
and we got links to our social medias as well. Y'all sign up for dogshq.com right now. Premium content over there with my man Jake Rowe that you just heard from, with Palmer Toms, who's also in Starkville, and hearing from Kirby Smart right now, with Jake Roos, our recruiting expert, and all of the recruiting experts, Chad Simmons, Jeremy Johnson, over at On3. It's hopping over at dogshq.com. It's not just here and the free YouTube, which is fun to do as well. I love talking to y'all, and this show's a lot of fun. But those guys are working hard too, so I invite you to check out their written work as well. Uh, y'all have a great weekend. No Tomahawk Dog. My golf trip did not uh, have a private jet. Um, I was out in the desert. Um, but I made it back. Worked out well at the timing of the game. And uh, with our routines here at Dogs HQ, we keep it rolling. Y'all know where to find us. Hit subscribe if you don't already. And we will talk to you Sunday night. Peace.